<laughs> Sounds like you got a generator going on <laughs> in the background. I'm prepared for the, zo- for the zombies. If there's ever a lull in the in the show, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I can hear your generator in the background. You prepper. I never, I've never needed a generator, but I know like if my power were to go out for more than a day, I'd be like a mess. What if he needs the boat to get away to an island? He won't. He's he's fucked. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, that's not it. What was that? <laughs> Just playing around with. Happy holiday. When there's no more room in hell, the dead walk here. We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there. You're all going to die down here. Rule number one for surviving Zombieland, cardio. Look, okay, just get any blunt objects together, all right? If you get cornered, bash them in the head, that seems to work out. Keep together, stay sharp, and follow me. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. This is the one and only place for you to tune in for zombie survival preparations. Also, we discuss zombies in the news and entertainment. I'm your host, Rick Piven, and with me, as always, is Ryan Murphy and Lou Page. What's going on, guys? Howdy. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Yeah. As everyone can hear, there is no Bob. Again. <laughs> Bob likes to work at his job and make a paycheck. Hey, didn't he say a, someone came bitch. down with uh, zombie-like symptoms at work and they needed to stay home or something? Yeah, he was off today, and they called him in to close the store down. Yeah, uh, so happens when you have responsibilities. Rampant. Yeah, he's he's probably just you know boarding up the store, making sure you know the zombies don't come and eat whatever sort of stock they have, aka the people that work there. As I say, because zombies wouldn't eat the stock, especially at Lowe's. They don't eat wood. <laughs> no. Come on, come on, Ryan. I yeah, I mean, I've been we've you been doing again. this for six months or so, and. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure zombies eat wood. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So it's been a couple weeks since we talked again. You know, life happens. How you guys? uh, How you guys doing? Attempting to stay warm. It's negative two outside right now. Whoa! It's negative sixteen here. It's positive four here. (laughs) Woohoo! And I'm and I'm more north than you than you, Lou. Yeah, but I'm on the water, so true. What is that in Celsius, guys? Help me out here. In Celsius, it's um, get a fucking regular thermometer like Americans have. Uh, in Celsius? <laughs> I think it'd be the other way around, second. my friend. Give me uh, a second. I'm doing the conversion now. Okay, thank you. Live. Live to hard drive Live conversion. conversions. Lose like Google. <laughs> <laughs> we need hold music. Where's Bob when you need him? <laughs> Are you still doing the calculation? Yes. <laughs> okay. Carry the one, I was Luke. attempting to Google it because my math in my head hurt. <laughs> but math? I think it's, Wait a minute. Hold I on. Think it's about Hold on. It's... Your math hurts? You said your math and your head hurts. I said the math in my head hurts. In your head. Oh. I think it's about the same where you are, uh, Ryan. I think it is about, like, negative 16. That's... Uh... Oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Never mind. I see what you're saying. Sorry. I was confused there for a second. Yes, it's probably, yeah, minus 16. It's cold. But 
that's that's something we're gonna get to in our topic of the week right so, we'll yeah. talk about that later but for now ryan why don't we talk about the zombies in the news has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. All right. This is where we discuss zombies in the news, obviously. Uh, Ryan, why don't you tell us about the uh, this new Walking Dead game coming out in March? Yeah. Um, everyone loves The Walking Dead. Everyone loves the Walking Dead video game, uh, but last time we talked about the new Walking Dead video game coming out from Terminal Reality, we were kind of shocked that it is coming out probably like, someone, I don't know who it was, but someone uh, sort of predicted they would have it out by the time the AMC show wrapped season three, and whoever that smart genius was, I think it was me. Um, was actually right because it's coming out at the end of March. March? I think it was Bob. Oh well, I mean he's all right. <laughs> um, March twenty sixth in in the U S. It's coming out. Um, which, yeah, that's. I mean the game's got to be done at this point if it's coming out at the end of March because going through cert and print and all that fun stuff takes months, right? Right. So, like last we saw it, like what little we saw of it. I don't think there's actually been an official gameplay trailer released. The, the announcement trailer that they have for the announcement of the of the, of the launch date is just... It doesn't, even, it doesn't even have the game in it. Yeah, it's just the no. voice actors. They go, this show's going to be great. Play the Walking Dead Survival Instinct. And I'm like, what? What did... I just... There's just no um, gameplay. But... To me, that's a bad sign. Oh, it's a very bad sign. If, if, if you're three months away from launch and you're still doing teaser trailers then you're afraid of what people are gonna say when they see it oh yeah yeah definitely terminal reality is getting shut down after this <laughs> sorry guys they're preying on pre-order 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 and then that way they can get their money and run yeah yeah well they also slipped in um surprisingly wii u support coming out uh i mean not that that's we sort of saw that coming like it's you know ship it to the wii u at least then we'll have like people just starving for content on that console but i mean i even though i have i'm constantly looking for games to play on my wii u i don't think i'm going to be picking this one up yeah it's probably not one that uh a lot of people are going to be playing it looks like shit since there isn't a trailer, I'm assuming it's going to go the same way that the Land of the Dead Xbox game went. And it's going to be this thing that nobody buys. And the company that makes it goes bankrupt afterwards. There was a Land of the Dead video game? Yes. Oh. And it's I, awful. I didn't know that. It based on the Zack Snyder movie or? Uh, no, the George Romero movie. Oh, see, I, there I go. Showing my, <laughs> showing my greenness. That's just... That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I don't know. Nice. Zombies, man. They eat wood, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Certain types of zombies eat wood. Hey-o. Tree zombies. What's that? It's a stripper zombie movie. Oh, that's just awful. Why would you bring that up again? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, well, Lou, why don't you uh, talk to us about The Walking Dead and their new so, showrunner? So, in the past, we've talked about Frank Darabont leaving The Walking Dead and several other people have left the show and now they've gotten rid of somebody else and they've brought in a new showrunner. Mm-hmm. 
and he's the guy that helped with the last Ghost Rider movie. Oh, the one, <laughs> I don't the know one, if this the one is that nobody idea. saw. <laughs> yep. So I'm not sure this is a good idea. <laughs> well, you mentioned replaced, but like both Frank Darabont and Glenn Mazzara, the guy who replaced Frank, um, both were fired. I guess because I mean Frank for uh, reasons already covered, but I guess Glenn Mazzara was uh, having disagreements with AMC and uh, Kirkman about the creative direction the show was taking. Um, now, mind you, not a lot of that is public. That's just sort of like rumors. But I guess they people are saying like to cross uh, Kirkman is is not a smart move because AMC will always side with Kirkman because he's so tied to The Walking Dead, like both creatively and with the fans. But uh, I don't know. I mean, crazy to have two showrunners fired on such a, a hit TV show. Right. It's weird. Like. What they had to have done something major to get fired from a show that's doing so well. Mm. This doesn't make any sense. But then again, this could be like if, let's let's look at it from a different angle. I mean, what if the reason the show is doing so well and continues to do so well is because they are noticing problems, getting rid of that problem, and finding someone else that'll keep the show on track, like. Maybe, you know, if Glenn Mazzara was kept on, season three would, and four for that matter, would just fall flat. I mean, who knows, right? Right. I don't know. Trade them out every season. uh, It seems like an odd way to do things to, like, publicly fire them to do that. But I don't know. I mean, we got to look at it from both angles. I mean, it's fun to say, you know, he he did something wrong. But maybe AMC is noticing an issue and, and, and getting rid of that. The, the cause, right? I, I don't know. And we probably it, will never know. We'll, we'll never know, but personally, it makes me worried that maybe AMC is just being lucky right now, and that maybe. eventually, in two more seasons or so, finish this season, maybe next season, we'll start to see problems, and then the show will fail. And I don't want that, but we, no. if you keep changing staff, that happens eventually. You're right. No. As long as, I mean, as long as they keep... And this is weird because usually in a show like this, you see issues with your front line, like your main cast, right? Not the behind the scenes stuff. So right. we can be at least thankful that the the front runners, uh, like Andrew Lincoln and um, I can't name anybody else, uh, the Irish dude. Um, as long as they're happy and we get to <laughs> the keep Irish seeing dude. them on sc- on screen, I think I think that's very important as well. Is is that they're not having issues with the cast. Right, and as long as they keep the writers, I mean, the directors, I mean, they're still directing what's already written anyway. Yeah, and the writing, I think, is one of the most... So if the writing doesn't change, then... Yeah, I, I, I think fine. I think season three is going to be strong. I have, a, a like, the finale to season three, that is. I mean, the first half has been was fantastic, and I'm really looking forward to Andrew's death in the, in the coming months, so... Yeah, me too. Listen, both of you. Comic book. No. <laughs> In the comic book. No. This is one of those... I think this is why they fired Glenn Mazzara, because he was the guy who kept saying, well, in the comic book, because they're going to kill Andra. Yeah. Prediction. I don't, I don't think she's going anywhere. Well, she's going to be humbled by losing, I don't know, something. I don't think she's going anywhere either, but I'm hoping she does. <laughs> Thank right. you. All right. Well, uh, Ryan, as our resident video game podcaster... Why don't you talk about the uh, Resident Evil Revelations? 
Sure. Uh, this is a, uh, a a game coming out to consoles and PC uh, in May, but it actually started out as a 3DS title that came out, uh, I think, last March. And it's also a game that I bought and oh, yeah. got the... Uh, the pro attachment for the 3ds so you can have two thumbsticks and then never played it so good, good I, job I, I guess i have until may to play it before i can yeah. play it again um but it's uh it's gonna be remastered in hd and available on 360 ps3 wii u and pc at uh, 49.99 which seems a little expensive for a High def. Yeah, I was gonna say my big gripe with this is when the, it came out for the 3ds i was like oh it looks good and I don't have a 3DS, so I'm probably never going to play it. And then when I saw this coming out for all these consoles and PC, I was like, yay, I'm going to be able to play it. Then I saw the price point and went, yeah, they better do something really good with it. If it's just a 3DS port, I don't care now. Yeah, if it's a 3DS port to major consoles, no one's going to pay that much money for it. Ooh, I didn't get a chance. They have a they have a PS3 uh, trailer. I'll have to check that out after the show. But, I mean... Um, a lot of people are saying that the three D the three DS title is better than any post four release in the series. Like I heard, it was really good. Yeah, like oh yeah, and and it plays like old school, like Resident Evil Four, as opposed to the high octane action of Resident Evil Six. I mean, Five, you know, was sort of still all right. I mean, I remember playing through it and it being playable, but. In comparison to six, I mean, this may be your Resident Evil, like the Resident Evil game of the year last year was Revelations. So, not a not a high order to be given, but it's still something, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't argue with that, can you? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hope for the best in this port. Um, and why, why don't we talk about Zombieland now again, even though we just talked about it like two weeks ago because nothing was happening, but now something's happening, Lou. What's yeah, going like on a few it? weeks ago we talked about it and there was like, no, we're not going to do it. No, it's not on the planning development. No. And then today it was announced that not only is Zombieland in production, but Amazon may have bought it and may be doing it as a streaming television show. So that could be fun. And according to some people, it's going to deviate from the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to have all the same cast with a few new cast members that were, will be joining it as well. And there are going to be a lot of differences, but it's going to be try to stay close to what the movie was. Cool. Is it going to have the same actors and stuff too? No. A new no. cast. Which is why I think they're probably going to change some of the characters a little bit. Because I don't think anybody will be able to uh, do Tallahassee as well as, um, what's his name? Harry something. (laughs) Excuse you, Ryan. I want to say Harrison? No, No. that's not right. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, thank you. I knew it was Harry something. (laughs) But yeah, Close. nobody's gonna be able to do yeah. it as good as Woody Harrelson. So I right. think that upfront stating that there's gonna be some changes is probably a good idea. So they are recasting, right? Like yes. you, you mentioned that, but I remember I remember reading not this post that we got on IO9, but another post that was kind of you know vague in terms of they mentioned characters, the same some characters returning from the movie, or 
this sort of sounds like a re a reboot, I guess, in it, the same universe. It is, but originally the, it wasn't meant to be a film. Originally it was pitched as a TV show, and all the studios and television networks threw it away and said nobody would see it. And then after the, they, that, they pitched it as a film, and the film did so well, afterwards they started auctioning it off again as a TV series. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I think it'd be a cool TV show. The only problem is... Is it's gonna have to compete with The Walking Dead? But then, it is, but I think it's gonna go the sitcom route rather than the serious route. <laughs> this week right. on Zombieland, <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, but we were talking about this last week where I was saying. Um, our last show where I was saying that zombies have dominated movies and I'm just waiting for them to take over TV is taken so long. And I'm so glad that we're going to have not one, but two zombie shows now on TV. Yeah. And I mean, maybe, maybe that'll give us uh, you know, year round zombie content, like good zombie content to talk about. Not just, uh, Resident Evil game came out and people aren't liking it. It should know? be nice. Yeah, um, but I mean, I I remain cautiously optimistic about this, and we probably won't see anything concrete until uh, maybe a year and a half from now. I mean, if they're still probably, doing casting, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. It won't be but anything if, soon. If, if Amazon does what Netflix has been planning with their streaming content, though, we'll get all the episodes at once. And then Canadians will just have to not watch it. Right? We don't have Amazon <laughs> scre- streaming. I almost said screaming. <laughs> you guys don't have any Amazon streaming at all? I No, we don't. I think we just got Prime, and it's only available to people, like, near Toronto. Cease. Because, yeah. Really? That surprises me. Well, I mean, I, it's weird. It usually takes American companies time to sort of, you know, expand. I mean, Canada is a weird market. Like, there's a lot of people up here. But there's only, in comparison to the states, there really isn't a lot of us that are would be interested in a service like that. As weird as that is to sound, like I mean, you know, per house or per like, I don't know, area. I suppose in the states, there's a small percentage in in Canada in comparison. So I mean, we just got Redbox. There's like a Redbox here in town, which is surprising. But I mean, all I can do is rent like one of the newest dvds that comes out and sonic and mario at the olympics it's stupid that's pretty dumb i can't even use it for like what i would want to use it for like i don't want to pay 60 dollars for devil may cry i want to rent it and like all they've the newest game they added is assassin's creed 3 and then and, like that not very helpful because right i went out and bought it um but yeah you know i uh I'm sure there will be they will there will be ways for Canadians to get their hands on this, um, maybe via uh, some sort of streaming deal with a Canadian distributor. But maybe even by this time that they launch it, they'll have a Canadian equivalent. So here's hoping. Right. I'll keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> keep as many American things crossed as you can. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we now go into our weapon of choice? Grab the shotgun. Everybody grab a weapon. I got some ammo right here. Now that's a weapon. All right. I love it when it's my weapon of choice because I usually don't have anything when I show up to the show. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, last, last week you had a huge thing for your uh, 
Listen, that's a difference. Dead decision. I'm stalling for you, Rick. <laughs> I think I'm going to go... With a giant generator. Yes. Because <laughs> that's all I hear in this dead silence. No, um, I'm going to go with uh, movie weapons, which is crazy because... Movie it's, uh, I'm going to go with a lawnmower. Oh, I, I, th- have, I have one in my garage. I thought you were talking about like the Krull blade or something. Yes. A war glaive from <laughs> Krull will be my weapon. Save that for next week, guys. Yeah. And no, your hand go. is gone. Yes. <laughs> what? You're not, supposed to, you're not supposed to catch it on the way back. What are you supposed to do with it then? Just throw Just it once. Throw and then... it once and you're done? No, you take it into the zombie's head when you're done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well... I have a lawnmower, so, and uh, straight up dead alive style, <clears throat> I can strap it to my chest and start mowing down them zombies. I need to see that movie. You've never seen that movie? We've had this conversation. What like are you doing day. on this show? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I record and edit it, I guess. <laughs> I'm comic relief. I'm the stupid guy who doesn't know anything about the topic. Whoa. We need to have one of those on the show so that so we can have an excuse to explain things to somebody. Exactly. For those that listen that don't know. I help make you explain things. I'm just playing dumb. I've seen it. Not really. Though you haven't. No, I, I, I've been meaning to. <laughs> it's not an easy film to find anymore, so no, I don't blame you for not seeing it. Is it not Hard. streaming? No. No, it's not. And I bought. I got it on DVD when I was in high school, so it was like at least 10 years ago when I got it. I don't even know if you could buy it. Any, you might be able to get it on Amazon, but huh. well, they don't really make it anymore. You know what? This weekend, I'm going to dig it out. I'm going to find it. I'm going to put it in some sort of media player, and I'll watch it. And then I'll finally I, understand your weapon of choice. You, so lawnmower, like, I, how does that work? Wouldn't it weigh you down, like, kind of pull you forward? That things, Those things are heavy. Having not seen the film, let me explain it to you, Ryan. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Towards the end of the film, don't spoil he, it. Now. The character is surrounded by zombies and has no idea how to fight them. And the only thing he has is a tool shed, I believe. And he goes into the tool shed and there's not a whole lot there. So he picks up a lawnmower, he straps it to the front of him, and then he pulls the cord, starts the lawnmower, and proceeds to walk into the zombies. And just mow them down, literally. Right. You know, I think there was a similar scene in the new Hobbit movie. Is that <laughs> by the same guy? Yes. Oh. Yeah. No. no, I mean, that I, That seems a little over the top, but... It's a little awesome over the top. Like, what if... Like, are we in, like, a zombie universe where you get, like, a speck of blood in, on you or in your mouth and or, or comes in contact with you and you become a zombie too? Or are we just, like, you have to be There bitten? are no rules. There are no rules? There are no rules. So we need to the establish... The virus spreads by being bit by what's called a rat monkey. Oh, this is the movie <laughs> we're talking That's about. the movie, yeah. I-, I, was talking about, I was talking about, like, in terms of the Zombies Ate My Podcast... Uh, uh, mythos are we just like do we incorporate every movie we see into one giant zombie theory or do we pick one specific like universe to to this it's like a it's like a a sect of christianity that we have to pick okay are we going with walking dead or are we going with uh resident evil are we going with dead alive like or or are we just kind of combining them into one super theory i think the theory of the lawnmower will work because if anything the lawnmower itself will shield your face right 
Right. And as long as you don't get cut, I think you're all right. I just I, I just came up with another topic of the week. Did I, you? Yeah, I think I think we need to discuss the ultimate zombie theory, like the best zombie theory out there in, in a bunch of universes. Like, just just pick the best one. Like, there's so many of them. There's got to be one that's the best. I don't know. I th- Anyways, I think the closest one to being real would be The Walking Dead. Right. And I mean, like, well, let's save it for a topic. I think that's a great topic. Don't yes. forget. That's why I next, mentioned because I'll forget. Next week. Next week on the Walkie, or Zombies Ama podcast. But this week, what's our uh, topic of the week, Ryan? Zombie topic of the week. Yeah. Zombie topic of the week. So we're talking about zombie apocalypse in the winter. Which is perfect because we're in the winter. Yeah, well, it's been okay. So last week we had like high degree weather, like above zero, and um, this week it's been very below zero. And I thought it'd be a good week to talk about how winter effect would affect the zombie apocalypse. You know, right? And uh, you know, I, I all I could think about was like four-foot snowdrifts and walking through those and, like, accidentally, like, stepping on a zombie underneath and then getting bitten. Like, snowshoes would be the best defensive weapon in the winter. I don't know. It's just... And and I don't think a movie's ever tackled, like, winter zombie... Has Have have there been any winter zombie movies? I have not seen any winter zombie movies except for... I know that there is a... I think it's a German film with Nazi zombies in a ski country or something right. like that. I saw yeah, I that movie. I don't remember what it's called. It's like Dead Snow or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it is Dead Snow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they don't they yeah, it is I remember seeing that, but they don't really play up the whole winter no, thing. Um, it's it's it, it it wouldn't have made a difference. Like there's still like the kids going out in the middle of the night, like, oh, hee, 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 I'm going outside. And then they get killed. You know, like, there's still that going on. So it's like, it doesn't even take into effect that they're in the winter season, let alone in a in a, a ski lodge. I right. think if you're looking for survival tips in a horror environment with a, a winter setting, read the comic 30 Days of Night and watch the film Stakeland. Hmm. Stakeland? Yes. Uh, vampire movie that's Whoa. very similar to a zombie film. Okay, and we haven't discussed. I was just going to say we haven't discussed this before, but don't we have a strict no vampire rule ever since I went off on Twilight? Yeah, uh, <laughs> your favorite movie series. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Lou, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I could. That's resist. all right. That's all right. Snakeland is it, it's technically it's a vampire movie, but it's almost a zombie movie in style. Mm. Um, and the characters are trying to survive an outbreak where people are turning into vampires in a similar fashion to the way people turn into zombies in a zombie film. And their whole goal is to travel north to Canada from, like, Texas. And Weird. so as they get, as the movie progresses, they go from a warmer climate into a winter climate to the point where it's, like, snowing on the ground and they're trying to get to Canada. And it, it, they end up holding up in things like buses and starting fires to keep warm. And it gives you some idea of what you're up against with winter weather. Yeah, and you mentioned 30 Days a Night. Like, I've, I've seen the movie, and, and I think 
I think that gets close. Like it covers half of what I would expect a zombie apocalypse to be in the winter. Like the the half of keeping warm, surviving with what little you have in the winter. And I mean that movie's based in like Alaska, I think. Like in one of those remote areas where you have to like ship in eggs for twenty dollars a carton. Yeah. Um. So I mean that's that covers half. The other half that I that I sort of think of is like, how does it affect the zombies? Like depending on the universe, like, like especially with the walking dead, the zombies are susceptible to nature. Like you have, for instance, the well zombie, you know, gets trapped in a well, ends up being bloated and, and sort of like disgustingly vulnerable. Um, so like, and then you have the bicycle zombie who, you know, basically is cut in half and is starving to death. So I would think in the winter, like, Zombies would be slower. They wouldn't be able to move as quickly. Some might even be frozen in place because, I mean, rotting flesh freezes really quickly, right, I would think? Right, yeah, it would, it would definitely slow them down. I mean, especially if they're, you know, they get a hole in them. It's going to mm. start freezing their insides too. It's going to slow them right down. I have a theory on this that's contrary to many zombie films where characters are usually trying to travel north because they think the cold will stop the zombies. Mm-hmm. I think you want to do the opposite. I think you want to go where it's warmer, not because there will be a lack thereof of zombies, but I think their bodies will decay faster, and you'll be rid of them as a as as an existence faster. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a pretty good theory, I, and I mean I think the cold would in some way preserve them, as weird as that exactly. is to say. Um, you know, because unless you wanted to live in the Arctic for the rest of your life, like even if like if you're living in the Arctic, the zombie apocalypse is not your worst enemy like starvation you know uh, uh freezing to death you know you have to kind of uh, weigh the pros and cons right like if you're going up north to avoid to have the zombies freeze to death well you also got to worry about yourself too right you're you're more susceptible to that than they are i mean they're already dead exactly um, i mean those are good points and and i mean uh either of you have read the walking dead comic right i, I can't remember whether it was just bob or, or is it you rick I read it. I'm up to like 98 or something like that. I haven't, I'm not like current with it. Okay. Well, I mean, I've read the first two trades. So do they cover sort of winter months? Um, um, they have winter months in there, uh, but there's a lot of like character stuff going on during then. So it's not like they were like, oh, the zombies slowed right down. We can trek across the country now. <laughs> right. They also, the comic itself takes place in Atlanta, like the show. And Atlanta is a very warm place. I mean, I think in wi- in wintertime, the coldest it gets is maybe 30 or 40 degrees. Right. Oh, wow. So they don't even get snow? No. Oh. I could have sworn I, I like... Well, yeah, in they're the in the co- snow at some point. This is, this is a cover. I remember there's a cover of one of the issues with Rick with a blanket on his shoulders and he's walking through the snow. Yeah, I could have sworn there was a, the, there, some snow. There is, but I think that's later in the comic and I think they've left it, they left Georgia at that point. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that's all well and good. So, like, what's sort of... I mean, ignoring sort of movies and TV and comics and how they've treated it, uh, what sort of gear do you think we'd need to survive the zombie apocalypse? And, I mean, in our current situations, like, what's, wh- how long a winter would we have to survive in? Like, for me, I had got about, I mean, probably, like, f- three solid months of, like, snowy weather, but four or five months of, like, cold weather where... You you need you can just walk out with shorts. You'd need like full on jacket. 
Well, here it's usually cold from October to like the end of March. <laughs> it's a good like six months at least, and it snows for the majority of those months. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, it doesn't get bitter cold though till about December, and right. from about December to about February is where it gets down in the negatives usually. Right. So we 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 would have to deal with some pretty cold temperatures. Um, so like what sort of like are any of us actually ready for that? Like we we were joking around that Rick has a generator, but I mean it's just his computer. <laughs> so you don't have a generator, but Lou, you were saying pre-show that you have a, a neighbor who has a generator. I, I have a neighbor that has a generator. Um, my street is notorious for getting power outages. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on a block with a school and a hospital, so we usually get it back fast. But in the summer, it doesn't always come back as fast as, we, as we'd like. And I have a neighbor that has a generator, and it auto-kicks on when the power goes out. Nice. So if I go outside and I think that we've lost power, I usually look, and he has floodlights on. And I'm like, oh, and I hear his generator, and I go, okay, neighborhoods without power. I don't even need to look or ask. I'm like, oh, neighborhoods without power, generator's running. <laughs> um, but in general, something I'd like to point out when it comes to a generator is people always think go to Lowe's, go to a place like that. I saw generators at a VIP uh, car repair place the other day and was like, huh, I didn't think of this, but you can pretty much get a generator just about anywhere. Right. I've I've never had a generator, and I mean, I don't know if I'd ever need one, but I like how long does a generator last in a zombie apocalypse like you'd have to you'd have to like it, stockpile like gas right like who wants you'd have to, to have extra gas and you'd have to make sure that it's well like protected so people aren't stealing it from you because that's the other My thing you gotta worry about too everyone always worries about the zombies you gotta worry about like people too like bandits and shit like uh, people are gonna try to that, steal that generator from you because they'll be able to hear it that and the thing is if you've never been around one they make a lot of noise oh yeah picture <laughs> Picture like a dump truck sitting in front yard running all day. That's what a generator sounds like. Oh, that's what a generator. No, that's true. Yeah. Like you're right. They're very noisy, and it's basically like a come here and kill me and steal my food and family type right. signal. Um, exactly. So maybe a generator isn't that great, but I mean, sort of having some sort of fireplace, some way to to keep a fire burning to keep yourself warm because. They- I will say if you conserve the fuel, they do last a long time. Um, my father has one in Florida, mm-hmm. and I know that when he's had power outages because of hurricanes, uh, his generator with its full tank lasts him about three or four days conservatively. And then he has a boat that he fills up and then siphons the gas from the boat to the generator, and he can last a couple of weeks. That's not bad. That's yeah, not bad at all. But I mean, like a couple of weeks in 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 the grand scheme of things. I mean, The Walking Dead's been going not, on for a year. That's not continuously running. Right. That's like starting it up in the morning to take a shower, turning it off, starting it up in the afternoon to like charge your cell phone or things like that. But more practically, I mean, like layers, probably a good idea. And I mean, layers would definitely help in terms of a zombie bite because we all saw how well duct tape helped. You know, exactly. wrapping your arms with duct tape. So if you're wearing like three layers of clothing and plus like snow pants and stuff you you it's basically like wearing just extra padding right so that would help yeah i suppose exactly It'd be like wearing some sort of not really armor but it might help definitely 
Sort of like a dog bite suit. Right, exactly. Except you can move faster. Yeah, except, except you can walk around. You're not like the kid in Christmas Story. Can't put his arms down. Yeah, you wouldn't want any sort of mobility uh, dampening sort of clothes. But yeah, no. And, and I mean, like, would that re- like I was saying about snowshoes and stuff, like in terms of gliding across the top of the snow. Like, could you imagine? like a scenario where like bodies underneath the snow, like just zombies being stuck right. up there. And if they weren't frozen yet, you step down on one and it bites you. Wouldn't that be an awful way to go? Exactly. It would. But if you had snowshoes too, not only would it be an advantage against those that are buried in the snow, but if you're getting chased, that zombie's going to have an awfully hard time chasing you over a snowbank when you're on top of the snowbank and it has to go through the middle. Yeah. See, I was worried you guys weren't going to know what snowshoes were. Come on now. It just seems like a very Canadian thing. No. no they, 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 I, I live, have a the, I live in the White Mountains. <laughs> the White Mountains? Yeah, that's the area I live in, is the White Mountains. So it sounds like snowshoes. Rick be... sees a lot of snow. Yes, I see tons of snow. Right, I was going to say, I, I, it sounds like I should check my uh, Lord of the Rings map in the first three pages, because I'm pretty sure they have White Mountains there, too. Oh, yeah? You live down from the White Mountains... Yeah, you live you live north of the wall for me. Yeah. <laughs> what other non-zombie show can we reference? Uh, hmm. No, I, I would have loved, and I've said this before on the show, I would have loved to see them tackle the winter on The Walking Dead. And maybe we'll get that next season. Maybe they just thought that wasn't important. I, and, I mean, they I, wanted to get to the prison, right? So it, it would have been a whole s- season in the winter. But I could have even just handled, like, you know, flashback. Of the winter and how that handled, like especially to just to to kind of talk about how, um, like Andrea sort of had a rough time in the winter, right? Yeah, I, I think the real reason we didn't see winter is I think they needed an excuse to age the kid, right? And if he doesn't grow as fast, maybe we'll see winter next between the next two seasons. Well, they could always pull a Lost and sort of take that kid away from the show for six years and then have him inexplicably age and sort of have a really deep voice when they eventually bring the character back. Actually, I think they went forward in time seven years and Lost. Right, yeah, it was during like, the back. time travel stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, I don't want them to do that. <laughs> yeah, we can't that. put time travel in that show. Come on. It's already confusing enough. Right. <laughs> So what's the uh, what's the verdict? Do you think we can survive a zombie apocalypse in the winter? I think it might be easier, except the fact of keeping warm. Yeah. Well, I mean, us Canadians, I mean, we're, we're pretty good at surviving in winter, in harsh winter times. So, I mean, I, I think it would, I, I agree with Lou. I think it might be easier if if we had that sort of prep time to get food and stuff. Because I, I think I have a lot of food in the house, but... I mean, even if, if ra- with rationing and all that sort of thing, I th- I'm pretty sure it wouldn't last longer than a couple months. Yeah. So, yeah. As of right now, I'd probably last a week. I don't have shit for food at my house. Yeah. <laughs> I just went grocery shopping and bought a little too much, but yeah, I'm prepped. Yeah. Well, you, sh- you should share. Yeah. Oh, I would, but yeah. not with no like, yeah, with you guys. But I don't think there's anyone really here. Oh, I nice. mean, Ashley will. She actually can have some, I suppose. Well, of course. So, well, all right. Well, now that we're done that, why don't we get into this week's dead decision? Yeah, they're 
dead, they're all messed up. And you're gonna be next. Dead decisions. All right, and as we discussed last week, Ryan, you have the dead decision this week. Mm-hmm. And continuing with uh, this show's amazing track record, Ryan is going to give you the best dead decision ever. And oh boy, yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of basing it around. I based it around our topic of the week, you know, zombie apocalypse in the winter. So here we go, um, Lou. You have been traveling across the Canadian wastelands, dead of winter, with your companion uh, and friend Bob. Unfortunately, uh, Bob's uh, snowshoes snapped, and he was dragged under a, a snowdrift and eaten alive by a zombie, therefore leaving you alone. You're, you're, you're just grief-driven, and you're so sad, but you want to continue on. And, and in the distance, you see a what appears to be a village of some kind. Um, so you start making your way to the village. You get close to the village, a warning shot goes off at your feet, and there's Rick standing on the wall with a gun and and tells you to stop rick is the protector of this village sort of like he's not like the governor i mean he has both eyes and he's not quite as mean he's just trying to protect his people right and he sees some sort of guy just wandering through the wasteland who obviously doesn't look canadian and he wants to make sure you're you're cool so i mean um uh, rick your town has three or four families, including your own, and you've been holding your own. Um, and the last time you brought in a sort of wanderer, that person caused a ruckus, stole some some of your uh, your your rations, and escaped. And and you know did it in a rather noisy fashion by letting zombies into the camp. And no one was killed, but you've learned your lesson, and you're gonna. You're, you're erring on the safe side. Now, Lou, you must convince Rick that you deserve to be let in. I mean, you can use, uh, you know, your friend as a bargaining chip in the sense that you're, you've been left alone due to tragedy. Uh, and, and again, Rick, you just got to make sure that you you can trust this guy. You know, you got to make sure that he's going to fit in and he's not going to cause any issues. And, Lou, keep in mind that Rick has a gun and being part Canadian, part American, he's not afraid to use it. I, I am only part Canadian by birth. <laughs> I am not part Canadian by land. That doesn't matter, man. That man, the, that that travels. It's in your bloodstream. So yeah, keep that all in mind, and uh, you know, go nuts. I mean, it's not really a, a dead decision, but I mean, it's a, a scenario. People are as evil as zombies, and you know what? Just for the fun of it, there's a zombie horde chasing you, Lou. Go ahead. Nice. Listen, I got no weapons. I'm all alone. And I mean no harm. I just need a place to stay warm for a couple of days, and I'll move on if you don't want me. Why and I'll are you work all alone? Uh, I traveled for from the, the states, and I've been traveling all but with my friend, and he didn't make it. And I'm all by myself. I'm willing to work for whatever you can feed me, and I'll if you don't want me around, I'll move on in a couple of days once I've gotten warm. How did your friend go? He fell into a snowdrift, and some zombies underneath got him. Sure, you didn't push him into that snowdrift. Wouldn't do such a thing, sir. I, I don't know you. How would I know that? You don't. But I'll be as honest with you as I am with everyone. It, in times like this, we need to be honest with each other. 
Oh my god, all of a sudden, Bob has bursted out of a snowdrift. Zombie-fied. Now, Rick, you have a decision to make. Alright. Do you shoot Bob and save Lou? I shoot Bob right in the face. Lou has been saved. <laughs> that Bob was is a zombie. I obviously shoot him. I'm just making sure that you're quick on your toes. So obviously oh, yes. that Americanness hasn't has or that sorry that Canadianness has not affected your aim. Okay. Um, so Lou, covered in his friend's guts, starts to freak out, and and obviously there's more zombies coming because I mean Bob must have been sort of like commando style going through the snow following his friend's scent. So, I mean, continue onwards with your conversation. Sir, I am now covered in the guts of my friend. I <laughs> beg you, please let me in, and at least let me clean up so that I could move on. I thought you said he died in a snowdrift a while away. How he come he's did, so close? but he must have followed me. Zombies can't track people. You don't, Have you been out here? <laughs> They'll follow you. He must They'll... have been following me. And your friend specifically tracked you. Yeah? I think you killed your friend around the corner from here. If that's what you believe, I'll just move on. But I got zombies behind me. Well, have fun. All right. Jeez, that's not very Canadian. <laughs> I, I'm not very Canadian at all. I've been, I've been fucked over too many times by letting people into this camp. Now, Lou can go to the zombies. And now the horde attacks the village and kills everybody but Lou. Oh, come on now. Sorry. I don't know. It doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But Blue lives on, and he ends up founding his own village called New Louisville. <laughs> In Louisville? Anyways, that was good. That was more a story time than anything, but hopefully. Yeah, it, was, it was decent. Not as good as mine. No, no. But it's decent. I think no, really. yours was epic last week. <laughs> Very dark. I'm telling you, we got to write this shit down like ahead of time. I know. I have had such a crazy week. But next time, all, oh. all promises aside, I got three weeks to prep. Okay. Well, so next week, it's who and who for weapon and dead decision. It would be uh, Lou's weapon of choice and Bob's dead decision. Well, he better not have to fucking work. Well, I mean, if he does, then... I'll do both if he doesn't. Ooh. Lou's stepping up the plate. All right. Well, Ryan, why don't you tell people where they can find us? Sure. Uh, You you know, you can find us at our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. And also, you can find myself at rmurphy on Twitter, Lou at BusyZombieLord, Rick at Rick Piven, and the missing but always lovable Bob at Bobbert. F. And um, we would love for people to leave five-star reviews or four-star reviews. Leave a three-star review, and we'll send Rick after you. Um, yes. but we did get a five-star review <laughs> from John Faden, who says, I like this show. Uh, he says, stumbled upon this podcast through a Reddit post and listened to the latest episode, episode 14. And I got to tell you guys, awesome show. Bob and Ryan have such a funny dynamic together, and Lou just seems to know everything. It's great. I'm a huge zombie fan, and it's good to see a show with some fun zombie content. You guys keep it real, but also have fun. So keep up the good work, gentlemen. And Bob, more bad zombie jokes. I love those parts. I don't care what those other guys say. Smiley face. Um, yeah. By those other guys, he means the other guy who didn't fucking mention on the show. 
Maybe maybe he's afraid of <laughs> afraid of you, Rick. That is funny though that he didn't, didn't mention you. I mean, John, I'm sure John knows that Rick is on the show and Rick is a fantastic person even maybe though he, he meant, let Lou die. Maybe he meant Bob and Rick have such a funny dynamic and forgot who Ryan was. Maybe. Ooh. I am pretty forgetful. Uh, where was I? Uh anyway, so thank you for the five-star review, John. Um tell your friends. And then yes. hopefully they'll latch Tell on to Rick. Friends. Yes. Spread the bread. Spread, bread. Spread the show. Um, anyways, continuing onwards. Send us emails. Info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. We'd be happy to read an email if you've already submitted a, uh, a five-star review. John, send us an email. Uh, you know, you can find the show at Zombies Podcast on Twitter and also on Facebook at facebook.com slash zombies ate my podcast and a quick shout out to joel duggan for the artwork you can see on your music player and our website you can find him at starcrossedonline.com all right well this has been zombies ate my podcast and remember to always shoot them in the brain I wonder if zombies get frostbite. Probably. <laughs> I need some sort of ointment and brains. You, sh- you should probably get that checked out. I mean, for the frost. That's my impression of the zombies. The zombies don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>